Namaskar and welcome to another episode of DharmaCast. I'm your host, Dharaveda Pragyananda, and today we're going to look at a topic which is called Tips for Better Meditation. This is this same title is the title of one article that I wrote many years ago, and we're going to reference that article. And plus, I'm also going to read um, something from a little discourse that my guru, Sri Sri Anandamurti, gave some years back. And the name of that uh, discourse, which he gave, was called How to Concentrate. And I'm going to read part of that because it, it bears on some of the, the, the issues that people have when they try to meditate. So here's what he says. The human mind is moving towards so many propensities. There are so many propensities in the human mind. And according to the complexity in the mind, the physical body also becomes more and more complex. The physical structure of an animal is less complex than that of a human being because the human mind is also more complex than that of the animal. The number of glands in a human body is more than that in an animal structure, in an animal body. Now, the first phase of the process is physico-psychic, that is, withdrawing the mind from different physical objects and bringing it to a particular point, and directing that point towards the realm of mind. And the next, next is a phase of withdrawing the mind from different mental objects from different mental pabula and directing it towards the supreme subjectivity, you can say the cosmic consciousness. Now this process of moving of movement is the process of concentration. Concentration is a major spiritual task or sadhana in, in Sanskrit, is a major intuitional sadhana. But there are certain helping sadhanas called asana and pranayama, for example. They are helping items. They are not spiritual practice, but they are called sadhana anga, or, or the limbs of spiritual practice. Now, if during this process of movement, this phase of movement, the mind becomes heavy, it will not be able to move forward. Suppose you are crossing a river. If the boat becomes heavy, to water percolation, what will happen? You will not be able to cross the river. You will have to arrange to pump the water out. So what is this process of pumping out the water in the case of the human mind? It means freeing the mind from mundane impurities. And how to free the mind from mundane impurities? By rendering selfless service to society without any restriction of caste, creed, nationality, or sex. Similarly, on the mental level, the pure mental level, we have to free the mind from propensive ideas. That is, in the first phase, there should be physico-psychic karma. And in the second phase, there should be psycho-spiritual karma. One will have to render social service if one wants salvation. Now, to establish oneself in this realm of karma, what are the essential factors for success? And here he goes into the seven secrets of Shiva, which I've, I've also talked about in a, in a previous 
uh, podcast. You can look that up on the, the website here. So I won't go into all of that now. But he said, just in this passage, which I did read, there are a few things that are important. And basically, he's saying that that there, the mind um, has a lot of different obstacles. First, it's, it's, we have to direct it inside because it's going outside. And then once, even if you, you direct your mind to the realm of you, your attention to the realm of the mind, the mind also has its um, distractions and you have to propel that towards the supreme consciousness. So this is the task of, of, of meditation. So it's, it's not an easy task, but it's, it can be managed. So that's why I wrote this article some years back called The Tips for Better Meditation. So we'll talk about that one now. So first thing I said then was that you have to prepare your body for meditation. So if your body is is troubling you, you won't meditate well. Like if you try to meditate on a full stomach, it's very difficult, very difficult. That's why the yogis always say, do it on an empty stomach. So that's why first thing in the morning is a great time uh, to do it if you're able. But then they, it's also true that the body has to be cool and clean. So if you're in a hot and sticky and sweaty, it's more difficult to meditate. So that's why yogis like to get up in the morning, first thing, take a, a bath, you know, and just cool, get cool and clean and meditate. And, and the mind is fresh and ready for meditation. So you prepare the body. And there are other factors too. If you have physical difficulties and uh, illnesses, or even if you you can't move your bowels, you know, that really can upset you. So that's why yoga postures, yoga asanas are important to keep your body healthy and keep you calm and relaxed. So, so you, you have to start off with a, with a, with a body helping you. And, and for the idea of being clean and cool, it's really important. At least once a day, you take a, a full shower or bath. And then for other times when you're still feeling hot and sweaty, then to do something which we call half bath, which is to, to bathe your legs and your arms and, and your eyes and face uh, and just to, to freshen up down. It's like an ablution. So that's first step. You have to prepare the, the uh, body. But then the second step is, I say, prepare your mind for meditation. And here there are a few things about preparing the mind. One is just on a very simple level that if you go down, start to meditate, you have to be determined and say, now, this is my meditation time. Now, this 20 minutes, this 30 minutes, even this 10 minutes is mine. And that means that if people infringe on it by, um, you know, the phone rings and this and that, you won't just respond. You know, you've set your time, put a no disturb sign on your room. And, and, and people will respect it if you respect it. Eventually, everyone will, will understand that when you're meditating, you're serious about it. So you have to be serious about it. But there is another way how to prepare the mind for for meditation. And that way is to live in harmony with those around you. That's why yoga prescribes what they call the yamas and the niyamas, yama and niyama. Uh, yama means the practices which help you to get in harmony with people around you. So you shouldn't be hurting people and you should speak the truth and you shouldn't steal from them. You should treat them with respect and you shouldn't take too much from, from the environment around you so that everyone will have a share. So if you follow these things during the day, when you come home, you can get peace. But if you're living your life in disharmony, you'll never get peace. So that's what I mean by preparing the mind. So, so that takes 
takes time. You know, so even if you're a great meditator, what are you going to do? You're going to meditate three hours a day, but still there are 21 hours. So in those 21 hours, you should uh, behave nicely, be good. And also another thing which was uh, my guru mentioned in, in that passage, which we read at the beginning, that you should do selfless service. Because when you do selfless service, that's the other step of, of um, preparing the mind is that your mind becomes purified. Instead of thinking of me, 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 my, this, mine, this, you, you stop thinking of yourself and you, you think of others and you serve them. And that's the best way to purify the mind. So, so that's preparing the mind for meditation. Then the third thing which I mentioned in my article was you should sing before you meditate. So that's why, you know, one time the Nobel laureate Rabindranath Tagore said, God respects me when I work, but he loves me when I sing. And all the great spiritual traditions have music. And there's a reason for that. Music transports you into another realm. So you should take advantage of that. So like at the beginning of this podcast, you heard the Bhavanam Kevala mantra. So you should learn that mantra, Bhavanam Kevalam. Sing it before you meditate. And it doesn't matter if you think you have a good voice or you have a bad voice. Sing from your heart. It's not a question. And I also say all voices are good. It's your voice. Don't worry about it. So sing before you meditate. And then another great factor is to sit in a proper position. You should sit in a proper position. Your back should be straight. So if your back is straight, the mind is alert. So maybe, I don't know, when I went to school, the teacher would look around the classroom and say, sit up straight, you know, because they knew that if, if you slouched over, then you, you're not going to be alert. So be alert. So, so just do your best. And, and someone once told me, he said, in the first three months, if you could just learn how to sit properly, then you've made progress. So, so just learn how to sit and, and, and stay in your, your, um, your place and not jump around and move. Um, you can move your leg if it hurts, you know, and, but, but don't get up and walk. And, and just when your time for meditation is your time and you sit in that time. And then another very important point is... Uh, you should follow the instructions of how to meditate very strictly. So suppose there are different kinds of uh, processes. Uh, if you've learned meditation on a personal basis, especially that process, which you were taught, do it exactly to the T. If you don't remember it, go back to your teacher, get the uh, revision of your lesson. Because people have a tendency sometimes to try to make up their own meditation. I'll do a little bit of this, I'll do a little bit of that. That's a recipe for a disaster because better to use a, a proven process that you will get you there. It's based on years of experience. So follow those instructions, whichever you receive, and um, you'll be fine. So that, that's very important. And then the most, I think this is most, this next one is the most important one. Be regular in your practice. So if you just do it once in a while, uh, oh, I think I'll meditate today, and then another time, oh, I won't meditate. No, you won't, you won't get success. But if you can uh, establish a routine in your life, suppose in the morning you get up, and then every morning from 6 to 6.30 you meditate, and then every evening also from 6 to 6.30 you meditate, uh, that would be a perfect routine. But not everyone can do that, but 
do the best you can, but make it regular, twice a day, regular, and um, stick to that routine. So you can do it. You know, people say, oh, I don't have time to meditate, and, but there's time. You can make time. It's up to you. It depends on your determination. I mean, if you really want to be successful in this, then you will make the time. We make the time for things we know we have to do. We have to brush our teeth. We have to comb our hair. We have to wash ourselves. We, we make time for that. We have to eat our meals. We make time. No one skips the meals because they didn't have time. Everyone makes time. So make time for things which are important. And meditation is important. And then we come to, it's be the last thing on my thing, be patient. Be patient. So Rome is not, was not built in a day and neither can a, a successful uh, spiritual aspirant be perfected in one day. It takes time. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long process. So you have to be very patient. And so like suppose you're meditating this morning and you say, you know, I, that was not very, I was not, I didn't feel very concentrated. No problem. Fold up your meditation um, blanket and then come back again. And then the next time you try it again. And even the next time, if you're not successful, fold it up, come back again and keep coming back and, and have the patience. And if you persist, you have the patience, you'll be rewarded. So I always say, that, let's say um, you begin meditation. I feel that if you're regular, definitely within one year, you will see, you will feel some changes. So that's, that's, um, that's the thing. Be patient. So be regular, be patient, prepare your body, prepare your mind. These are, these are the, the basic things. And just remember that you're doing something noble and something good. And where there are good intentions and success is inevitable. So that's all for today. Um, and if you have any um, questions, and you can always contact me, info at dharmacast.com, or leave a comment on the website, or, or look me up anyhow, and then just find a way to contact me. I'll be happy to answer you. If you have suggestions for future programs, that'd be great. And if you subscribe to the podcast, that'd be wonderful too. So that's all I want to say now, and thank you for listening. Hope you come back again.